0: At the dawn of humankind's third age, the last of the Babylon stations was constructed. Its narrative captured the attention of many fans in the 1990s. While some of it was what we had seen before, the overarching story was unique and compelling something we had not seen from American science fiction on television. Babylon 5 is a five-mile-long, self-contained world. Throughout its story, it's a dream port of call, it's a beacon, and it's a dangerous place. But it's also the galaxy's last, best hope for peace and victory. As one chapter of its story ends, another begins. This is about how Babylon 5 endures. All right, welcome to, as yet, title untitled as not yet titled (laughs) Babylon 5 rewatch podcast that we're working on we'll talk about the title at the end all right consider that
1: as a title idea that's yeah
0: that that's really really seo you know so yeah it'll it'll
1: engage anyone who reads it
0: so, I am Joffrey Spurl, and I at com and on Twitter, at Joffrey Spurl. Um, you may have come here from an, another podcast called This Podcast Bites, and if you have, great! Terrific to have you. If you haven't, um, we also, I also have a podcast about vampires in the media over at this So please check that it's out.
1: Funny. We have, it's um, funny that I have not like there because I love vampires. I have a lot to say.
0: You're so, but, welcome to jump in. Let's do a crossover. We'd be, there are no vampires in Babylon five, are there?
1: No, there's there aren't.
0: one in Buck Rogers. Oops. There's an episode of Buck Rogers with a space vampire. About time. Yeah. Oh, well, this was 40 years, 4, 4, 42 years ago, 43. I stand by what I said. So, <laughs> um, that's me and
1: Mona. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Mona. And I am gonna level with you. I don't actually check my social media, so I I, I have it there. Um, if if you really want to get me, uh, in a timely manner, I would suggest writing Joffrey and just saying like at Mona.
0: Okay, that, all right, that's me. fine.
1: That's how you get me.
0: I will not. I will not relay the messages. I'll just let her know you're trying <laughs> to get her. That's all.
1: So <laughs> that's helpful.
0: <laughs> With that, let's start this episode and delve right into In the Beginning. If you're asking why In the Beginning, we're using the uh, master list on the Lurker's Guide. I will link to it in the show notes so you can see what episodes we're going to be recording when. So with that, let's jump into it. So... I'm not always crazy about this start, this introduction. Okay. I don't understand why we need Delane need and Jakar breaking the fourth wall, right?
1: Well, this is it. I imagine that they're actually telling their story to someone else. And it might be us, but we know it's an other, right?
0: Sure, but then why not carry that through?
1: I mean, we'll we'll see.
0: Uh, I mean, I I I always think of Lando in this piece.
1: Well, we see who he's telling the story to. Twenty two seventy eight. Mm
0: hmm. Centauri Prime is on fire, and lights not- on in the palace.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad set.
0: Oh, you. You watch this on a 65-inch set, and it's, it's showing how bad it is.
1: I mean, I'm on a 55, and I, and I want to give them some props here, because they didn't have a big budget, but they made it work, and the style here is
0: interesting. Oh, yeah. I agree. So, the kid's playing yeah. round, and...
1: With great focus.
0: Yes. Agreed. So
1: I really like um the way they have stylized um, how women look in the society with the ball like, with bald heads and then the ponytail. Mm-hmm. I just think that's really it's beautiful. It was a lovely idea and I don't think I've seen it before. Not in sci fi.
0: No. No, I I I think the hairdos of the Centauri definitely um, are some of the more unique humanoid ones from any sci-fi. And there he is. Yeah.
1: Love him. That white glove. Mm.
0: I think Peter Jurassic is... Jurassic, however, pronounce his name?
1: I think it's Jurassic. I think you're I think right. and Yeah.
0: And I think he is a really underrated um, actor.
1: Well, he's and, phenomenal.
0: Oh, yeah. I, it, Wando is the thing that I think of immediately. And there he is. Look at those eyebrows. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's great makeup.
0: It is. It is. I mean, he does look old. You're gonna see him get younger later in this episode right so they'd have a flashback and it's mm-hmm. not as not as successful um okay yeah <laughs> it, it, it looks like Londo's been hitting the just for men um, <laughs> so I like I like this 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 is cute so where he's. Passing the necklace off, the amulet.
1: all that, that they styled the Centauri. You know, as um, you know, they're they're conquerors. They're all this, mm-hmm. and also something very low tech about them. So you know, he's passing a necklace that is the mm-hmm. emperor's necklace. Yeah.
0: yeah. I. I think there's a lot to be said about across the entire series how all of them all the societies have been built in specific ways Um, probably the main thing I'd like to see more is I'd like to know more about the uh, captivity the Narn went through under the Centauri. I think that would be an extremely eye-opening bit. Yeah, I
1: think that's part of my favorite storyline, too, is the Narn-Centauri relationship.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Coming into this in 2020 you know centauri prime is falling the centauri republic has been dying Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's thought to be reflective of european powers but i think It's possible JMS was thinking of the end of American empire and that he sees the Centauri as American imperialism and how it's completely falling on. So, now, these special effects sort of stand up, you um, know.
1: You know, again, it's relative, right? I mean, yes. what, what he had to work with, he yes. did a great job. I mean, the, the, everyone, the ensemble, the entire team did a fantastic job
0: with Here's, here's Just for Men Londo. There we go. Yep. Yeah, just wait. Just wait till he gets out of the shadow. Oh,
1: more oh, light. That lighting was planned. Look at that. That lighting was sure planned. Look
0: at it's that. It's almost like
1: that widow's peak. It's almost penguin esque.
0: Oh, I was going to say Bella Lugosi, like caricature Bella Lugosi. But yeah, look at that.
1: It is strong. And I love the underscore of 90s aesthetic. Like, you know, late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, that colorless suit. I, <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> it, it uh, since we're going through a 90s resurgence now. So excited. I'm ready for it. Oh, jeez. I bought um,
1: flag flannel. Plaid
0: flannel. I, I, I have, you have seen that my hair has grown out. Oh, yes. that's,
1: that's a, a that's a,
0: that's a coronavirus side effect. I just haven't gone and gotten it cut. So, but yeah, uh, I wore plenty of shirts like that. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't miss it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So he- here's Londo basically saying Mm-mm. you wanna go meet the the Minmari Um Send one ship, that's it, nothing else Don't Don't upset them. Because they will kick your ass. So Wando is telling them that you best not screw this up, but uh, they're going to screw it up.
1: I mean, if they didn't, we'd have no store.
0: <laughs> well, I... Th- I do like the idea that this come first, even though this was this was recorded, filmed um when they moved to TNT. and the okay. idea was for them to have some sort of big splash and catch people up to where they were in season five yeah um but i agree with with everything that i've read of jms's that this works as a um good entryway into the entire series i mean it 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 spoils sinclair But you know from the get-go that something's up with the Sinclair, with Sinclair's mind, so you're just kind of in on the secret. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's not a surprise, really, if you've seen it the way it was aired, you know? Yeah. yeah it's interesting how many men i've seen on screen so far now that's something i'm not sure is holding up
0: it yeah it's all men
1: (laughs) it's entirely entirely white men
0: well are the minbari white men
1: but this is it. Like we've seen other, you know, there's an opportunity to show other aliens, sure. the fullness of life in different spaces, and it's interesting that they've made the choice. Like, I mean, I know why they made the choice. It was, we know when this was filmed, right. um, but you know, there were other options. Yeah, can see that in sci-fi um, today. And if he does do the reboot, I know there's been talk of it. Um, I, I hope that he explores that
0: idea. Well. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he will, because Warner Brothers still owns the rights. Yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, Hey! hey, long time, no see. Yeah, it's been a long time. I didn't see you when you were in town. I know
1: it was super busy and I wasn't really there long enough. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, but I love this. We can zoom and like, um, you know, and talk and see each other in person, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I wanted to stop like when we saw the room. Of the commander and the other human. Like, yes. you know, the commander could have been, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was opportunities. Also, something I want to know that, like, now that I'm older, I recognize in sci fi is they don't really discuss disability or accessibility Mm-mm. in this world. No. Well, uh, well, these worlds, which is, I think, a big, big oversight, too, that we have some opportunity to, you know, address in terms of like visibility and representation. Oh,
0: definitely. Definitely. I mean, this is still a product of its time. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean this is still 1998. I think this was 90. Oh, isn't this earlier? No, this
1: 98. No, no. Okay, that's earlier. Really
0: what? 94, 95, 95, 96, 96, okay,
1: 97, 90
0: 97, 98. Yeah. So, this is 1998. Going into... This is... No, it should be going into the fifth season.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, it was. Between four and five.
0: Right, so it's 98.
1: And I'm really... and I want to be clear. Like I'm not, um, you know, beleaguering the time I remember. I grew up in this time, but right. and and I know it's a um, wish list for James, uh, you know, to considering, um, you know, those steps. But yeah, we're gonna. Yeah. Hey, this
0: is this is this is a discussion going on in all of my little areas of interest, right? So accessibility and representation in um uh gaming and in the mm-hmm. science That's fiction awesome. community. You know, all of that is really coming to the forefront at this point. Um <laughs> he I sounds like, he sounds like my youngest son You said there was going to be a battle.
1: (laughs) I love that um, the Mimbari, when they're meeting in council, it really looks, it has the aesthetic that we've seen in, like, Fire in the Sky. Where, you know, they talk about alien abduction and the lights coming down and all that. It's interesting that they've chosen to, yeah, I wonder if that was a purposeful choice to sort of low-key implicate Mimbari in human abduction.
0: (laughs) yeah. 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 I could see that. He lives with such regret. Yes.
1: And such ambition. Toxic combination.
0: It's... (sighs) One of the reasons why I think in the beginning works is when you tie it into... The Gathering and Midnight on the Firing Line, you get this string of Londo very clearly having a conscience and letting that conscience go for his ambition and being aware that he is a weak, weak man. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So.
1: I think that's an underlying um, moral to this Mm -hmm. story. Sure.
0: Because Sheridan and Sinclair and uh, even Garibaldi, even Jakar, aren't. So driven by ambition that they are willing to sell their scruples, you know?
1: Yeah, it's yeah. a it's definitely a deal with the devil and a deal with, like it yields no rest, no peace. No, but I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's keep talking about in the beginning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I want to make sure that we're on the same time stamp. Where are you at?
1: Oh, let me look. let me grab my remote. I walked away from it. Ooh. Well, uh, right now, thing who think of us as an embarrassment. It's been a um, member uh, talking and who do not believe in the prophecy of Valen. The prophecy also said that the Annal No, right. how do I say that?
0: Yeah, you got it.
1: Okay. Are we in the same spot? Uh,
0: somewhat. I hit the pause button a little bit back by mistake and didn't realize it.
1: Oh, yeah, no problems. I actually grabbed the wrong remote. There are so many remotes nowadays. Like, it's, yeah.
0: All right. I still have my Harmony running, so.
1: Is it like a precious remote, one remote to rule them all?
0: Yeah. I mean, they started about 20 years ago and were bought out by Logitech, and Logitech did some decent work with it, but they just recently said they're not not doing it anymore. And... That sucks. Mm-hmm. So. Um. The Great Council. Yeah. This scene, in particular, really reminds me of. Um, the Council of the Ring. When they're debating sending a ring bearer. Mordor right so should we go to Zodium should we not should we just go and you know get rid of the Rangers because we don't need them anymore or what um you know in a lot of ways I I love the science fiction that JMS puts in here but I think this is much more rooted in fantasy and epic poetry. Babylon oh, yeah. five. Um, mm-hmm. there we go. Am I ahead of you? Because there's Delaney. The the I love Delaney. The there we go.
1: Yeah, I love Delyn. She's one so, of my favorite characters.
0: We've got a female. Other you other know, than I, the uh, kids yeah. nurse taker nurse, right, nurse the, caretaker. No, and the nurse. yeah um, yeah
1: you know I think something that makes Babylon 5 different mm-hmm. so often in sci-fi I mean you know we, we do have like you know sci-fi that's more pessimistic, but we often see sci-fi that shows us what we could be. you know depending on this um you know what we do now and this shows us a darker path Mm -hmm. um like and it's i kind of think it's kind of where we're actually headed in terms of society like you know we don't have um we don't have us we have space exploration but we're focusing on space force (laughs) you get what i'm saying and it reminds me more of babylon 5 than some of the other really popular universes that i've seen sure
0: it's this this timeline, since, since we're in the uh, multiverse of madness at this point, to steal a yep. phrase from the MCU, um, this timeline is very militaristic. So mm-hmm. Space Force is a great, great point there. Um
1: Yeah. Because they have a similar name too in Babylon five. Uh like when they're going after people on Mars. I forgot what the name was.
0: Earth Force, isn't it? Was it Earth Force?
1: That is oh. Isn't it? Well Well we'll find out. I you know well, I don't know if I'm gonna comment on that one. Now it's gonna get political.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. they're the Earth they're the Earth Alliance. Yeah. Are they Earth Force? Or something? I think you're- I don't know. We'll find out. We will.
1: Yeah. Uh, Knights of King Arthur's Table. Sure.
0: Sure. Speaking of which, I have to see the Green Knight. Have you seen the previews for that?
1: You know, I haven't seen the previews for anything in a long time.
0: Oh, when we're done. Go look up the preview for the Green Knight. Just okay. beautiful. Beautiful. I have to see it. Ah. Uh. Now, this does spoil the Vorlons, but...
1: Well, yeah, but not really. Yeah, it's not, know, it's it...
0: not like you don't see Kosh pretty early on. So...
1: You know, tell, do you know what's up with the Lynn's accent here? Because the other Minbari don't share it. It's kind of like the um, Troy being Bane's Ed, but somehow she <laughs> doesn't sound
0: at all like Waxana. You know, so. She, uh, I, I, I think it's just Mira Furlan's actual accent.
1: Okay, that's fair. Because
0: she was. Croatian? She was was from the former former Yugoslavia. Okay. I love Kosh.
1: Kosh, Kosh, Kosh. Croatian. Yeah, Kosh. Kosh would be a great Halloween costume. Yeah, she was Croatian. Like a really great Halloween costume. Do so you think in the year like 2287 that this would be a little, you know, or is it, this might not be 2287? He's telling the story, so it's back in the day, but still, look at the desk. It's not even a standing desk.
0: It's okay. So it's 2287 when Londo starts, <laughs> and he says it's 35 years before, so okay. it's fifty-two. 2252.
1: 2252. Yeah, Yeah. I expect more out of the furniture of
0: 2252.
1: Well, look at that That lamp.
0: This is a very specific, you know, aesthetic. He's looking for a, you know.
1: Bruce Boxleitner. He's looking for a Bruce Boxleitner right there.
0: Oh, oh. Well, check out that buzz cut. I mean.
1: It's very twenty two eighty seven, but it's <laughs> only <2287. laughs> We gotta,
0: we gotta make you look younger, Bruce. Yeah,
1: a buzz does it every time. That. Just wait. As Just wait I, till
0: they get to Claudia Christian.
1: I Christensen. I love her. is it Christensen or is it Christian?
0: I thought it was Claudia Christian. Now yeah, I need to look that wrong. up. Yeah, maybe it is Christensen. I thought it was Christian. I really should know her name better.
1: Oh, well, I think it's fine to not remember. That's what Google's for.
0: Claudia Christian.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't saying it wrong for a real long time. I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah,
0: she's brilliant. One of my favorite she's- voice actresses in video games at this point. She's all over Skyrim. I don't know if you've ever played it, but she's all over uh, Skyrim. I
1: Skyrim. I absolutely love Skyrim. Like I got the DLC. I sit yep. next to my, um, like yeah, I sit next to my library and read all day. I love Skyrim.
0: <laughs> I uh, just finished my second full playthrough last year. Last year. Last year. So. I don't know if you saw it on on the Xbox or not, but I got all the achievements and then I started throwing mods in and finally gave up. But the boys, the boys got a switch about a year and a half ago, so I picked up Skyrim for the switch. Nice. All right.
1: Here, I'm taking my because it's uh, frozen. I can't see you moving anymore.
0: Oh, you're fine. I do.
1: love the. Di- oh. Hmm? I was just going to speak to the discipline of the Minbari, and mm-hmm. I, just, I just really admire it, but please go ahead.
0: No, I do love Mira Furlan. I think she is an excellent actress. Um, so disappointing that she passed away. But... Yes. Ah. <sighs>
1: We lost a few of the cast members from Babylon Five.
0: Oh yeah. Lots. Yeah. Um let's see here. Of course her. Um Alright. So Michael O'Hare, Richard Briggs. Um, Andreas, wow. I can never pronounce his last name. Katsoulis. Oh yeah. Jeff Conaway. Uh, Jerry Doyle. Well, Jeff Conaway. Yeah, Jer- Jerry. Uh, Jeff Conaway passed away five, six years ago. Wow. Oh, even more ten. He passed away in 2011. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Are we both is... on the Prometheus? Yes. Okay, all right, so we're about to it. Okay. Yeah, this guy it's is here. special cowboy type.
1: Love that wormhole! Definitely Microsoft Paint. Definitely <laughs> Microsoft Paint.
0: Well, they didn't have the money for the uh, DS Nine wormhole. And so. we oh,
1: that's its own can of worms. <laughs> its own can of worms.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can't. Yeah.
1: I think we should talk about it because people listening may not know. About the DS9 Babylon 5
0: connection. Well, I mean... Um... Yeah. We, we should probably discuss it. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe yeah. in the next episode when we hit... When we can actually see the Zocalo and the station and all of yeah. them. Um, since we're not... We're not going to see the station yet in this episode. Um... But yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I just love the... the uh, coincidence that they are dropping (laughs) a... gung-ho, horrible at... um, first contact protocol uh, guy... Into the same spot that the Mambari are running around in. And they're not supposed to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, Dois XX Machina there. Blech. Machina, yes. Tung, tongue-tied. So. You froze again. So in the video. Oh, did I? Okay. Yep.
1: All right. Here, I'm going to shut her down again with my fancy internet. Um, that triangle, I love. How, like, what? They, how did they do that out there? That is really nice. That's way nicer than the wormhole.
0: <laughs> hey, they were doing the non-practical effects, the car, the CGI effects on an Amiga. Did you know that? Amiga? No, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, a Commodore I, I, Amiga. They- oh my goodness I've heard of
1: such things Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I've ever even seen one that's like ahead of my time and I've been around for a while
0: not as long (laughs) as I have (laughs) Um, but yeah um, they did it on Amiga and it they did it all in high def what was that?
1: Isn't that the computer from Ready Player One? Like, in the end, he gets to the Commodore. Is it a Commodore Amiga?
0: I've only read Ready Player One. I haven't Me seen too. it. I read um, it and I saw it. it. might be an Amiga. Or was it a C64? I don't remember.
1: See, I, I'm a, I'm a, I don't
0: know. <laughs> it's been a while.
1: You know, this is what oh. I, I'm so glad we have things like Duck Duck Go. <laughs> oh, I just realized they reused the name Ducat. I never knew they used that name.
0: Yeah, they did.
1: So, oh, that makes, sense, though. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
0: But she she mentions Ducat before this. I mean, she mentions Ducat multiple times. Um. But if I remember correctly, this is the first time we see him.
1: Okay. (laughs) I grew up watching things like this, like, you know, wondering if I could like make it in like this, like a spaceship. And then I went hiking and I was at a great height and, uh, wow. I could definitely not be in the stars. I would
0: follow them. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, my, my dad lives at, like, 10,500 feet, right? And if we go out there, he'll take us up above 11,000 sometimes and just fall. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's
1: something else. Yeah. Yeah, I know what it's like to slide down a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I have VR now, and you can go and be in just, like, a constellation and hang out in Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, yeah, I'm really happy I have a couch, because I just sort of fall out. (laughs) You know, people who, like, they're on roller coasters, and they're just like, woo! (laughs) Yeah.
0: I, I, I... I just have not gone down the VR route yet.
1: Oh, you're going to love it. Get an Oculus. Meet me there. No. Okay.
0: And okay. Uh, that's not a rejection. I don't feel Dukat's rejected. has gone.
1: That was always going to happen. His name was Ducat.
0: Well, yeah. Dylane's pissed.
1: And right now she's breathing. Beautifully. She's a lovely actress. Yeah, there's the wormhole again, but that's to a different place. You can tell because it's not blue, it's yellow. Right. And that's, you know, where wormhole's going. It's by the color of yes. the wormhole. Yeah. Yes. Which makes a lot of sense to me. Color-coded. Oh. Take
0: take the blue wormhole. Take the green right? one.
1: Right? The blue one uptown. Right. You take the green down. It's just like right. a subway. Yeah, exactly. A wormhole. Right, she's violent, Dylan. She's violent. And <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's caught up in his story. Yeah. No one's noticing his loafers with socks. Right. And he's wearing pajamas. Right. I love it. I love that so far everywhere in the Babylon Five world they've chosen the same old school aesthetic. <laughs> they've all chosen the same designer.
0: Well, that old school aesthetic is. We can't afford a better aesthetic.
1: Oh, 100%. But it it doesn't uh, take critique. (laughs) I agree. I agree. (laughs) Look at all these. Are those CG heads? That was a lot of people. That's a lot. of Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is.
1: All right. All right. Okay. Finally. Yeah. There are people on the ship. Nice. I think
0: they're on Earth.
1: Not a not a total hegemony, I love it. Okay. Colonies vulnerable. Yeah, we're definitely gonna colonize space. Like we're spaces in space. Like we're definitely. Like we're looking at Mars. And there's something uh, that is always we're gonna That's
0: assuming we don't wipe ourselves out.
1: I think that's the point that we get off the planet uh, if we can and go somewhere else. There will be anybody I mean, around
0: after COVID-19's Zeta variant.
1: Right, I mean, the, the people that get off the planet probably and like, you know, build their own colonies without COVID will probably, yeah. I think that's what's gonna happen. We're just gonna escape right. Escape space trash too. Have you seen the space trash? Oh videos? yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, it's terrifying. How are we gonna leave? I know it's a really kind of scary thing that we're trapping ourselves
0: in. And sharks at point sharks with do? lasers. Sharks with freaking <laughs> lasers.
1: <laughs> I hope. I hope Kitten's safe. Space
0: saved. sharks with freaking lasers. There we go.
1: That's right. It's a higher quality than regular lasers.
0: Yeah. We will send space sharks with freaking lasers on their heads out into orbit. They'll clean to up the, the, space trash. the trash. Yeah.
1: On this planet,
0: yeah,
1: workers. Yeah. It's a great movie, by the way, and we need that industry.
0: <laughs> Which
1: one? Space sweepers, fantastic! Oh. I, I believe it's a Korean film. It's
0: brilliant. I haven't seen it.
1: Oh, it, well, it's on Netflix. Oh, so okay.
0: Well, that explains that. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna have to, gonna have to need that password.
0: <laughs> now, here we go. We've got uh Sheridan's commanding officer is a black man. So we've got some representation there
1: For two minutes, how much was he paid as an actor? I want more but
0: of course he'll, again, he'll be because- back. he'll be back. he's, he's, he's in the episode later.
1: Oh, what's him about but you hear what I'm saying in terms of like all these opportunities that we see in every right. face, I want more inclusion. But this is it. That's for a time now where I can have a stronger voice. Back then, I was a kid watching this, just dreaming of the stars.
0: Yep. All right. Susan. Great
1: haircut. Bring it Does back. Does she Bring really look
0: like she's supposed to be like 17, 18?
1: Uh, you know, hormones in food, it's really changed things. And also, makeup tutorials on YouTube, you can do a lot. He can do a lot.
0: (laughs) I love that he speaks with a Russian accent. But she doesn't. She doesn't.
1: And I love that they don't even hide it. It's better to do no voice work than bad voice work. I
0: agree. I agree.
1: You know? And I'm talking to you, Christian Baird. I'm (laughs) talking to you, Christian Baird.
0: Because, you know, if you watch something like, um... Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. Costner's accent is all over the place in that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So he tried. He yeah, tries. but yes,
1: I love watching American Psycho. It's one of my favorite places to see a bad American accent.
0: <laughs> he got better by time the Batman movies came along.
1: The Batman movies. Was he the one who did that? Was he the one who did that? A voice.
0: Well, that was, was that was Christian first Bale? that was first Michael Keaton.
1: Oh no, Michael Keaton. His voice was gravelly,
0: but it wasn't like that.
1: Maybe it was Ben Affleck that that pulled that very bad. No, distracting. No, no, no,
0: no. You're you're right. I mean, Bale did it too. There's a there's but a whole video. It, it was, it was there, so
1: noticeable. There's a whole bad video
0: bad. of a guy playing Joker against. Bails Batman. And he's just oh. like Are are, are you <laughs> talking? Are you saying words? All I hear is blah 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 blah.
1: <laughs> like Charlie Brown.
0: And then you get blah blah blah. Right? <laughs> and the Joker's like I'm just getting hit. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I'll see if I can find that and send it to you. Thank you. Uh, Young Londo again. Banded collar shirt. That's what I'll call this guy. Banded collar shirt.
1: All the rage.
0: Yep. I had at least two or three.
1: The name Londo. Is there any specific, well, do you know if there's any specific, like, relevance or, like, reason for it? I don't know. I don't Is know. It,
0: I it? Um, I can look. I mean, I actually have sure. access to the Babylon uh, Encyclopedia.
1: Nice. Liza
0: got it for me a ways back. I love it. Uh, and, of course, there's Chakar. Jakar. My
1: favorite he like I love Dylan, but Jakar is my favorite uh, character in Babylon 5. The, the Babylon 5 universe
0: Oh yeah, he becomes much much better going forward you
1: no know, he, he has time to uh, what, what is it that wines do? just mature you know his character <laughs> he really relishes it. And also the—I mean—I I don't want to get too ahead of the plot, but I think it's impossible since we both have the love of Babylon Five. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, struggles that he's sent to chew on, and his yeah. moral fortitude—it's yeah. just very lovely. It's yeah.
0: I, I can't imagine I'm him. Okay. I can't imagine him being played by anybody else.
1: You know who could do it justice? It's kind of like David Tennant's Doctor Who. Sure. He carved this character so wonderfully that Mm -hmm. who could fill those shoes? It's not like a Darren, Darren, Bewitch situation. Sure. Now, well, I've I'm heard looking
0: get... at, I'm looking at the Londo entry on the encyclopedia, and I don't see anything about his name. But okay, you know there could be something somewhere out there.
1: A long time ago, I looked into um, dressing as Narn for Halloween or Mumbari. And I'm pretty sure I found a space where you can get that really cool head cover. What is the name of that? I mean, it's a part of the the, the, the skull? I don't know. You can make that online. Like, you can get a kit to oh, make sure. that. Okay. But what is the name of the... Do they ever name that part of their body?
0: This... this. I don't think so. Beautiful... Crest? Huh. Okay. Maybe? Crest? Okay. I, I it's it's... Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure J-O- JMS has a canonical name, but yeah, I don't know. Oh,
1: yeah. I wonder how how hard or easy it is to engage him in conversation. Like, if we sent him something from the podcast asking him for, like, you know, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> if he would answer.
0: He'll, he'll, uh... He'll reply on Twitter. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, he's he's pretty active.
1: He's a Twitter guy. I gotta yeah. get on Twitter.
0: You're on Twitter. I mentioned yeah, I never- you on Twitter last night. You did. I did. Oh, I gotta get on there. I said, "Hey, <laughs> I'm watching my episode for recording with with Mona tomorrow."
1: Oh no. <laughs> entirely I'm so sorry yeah I took I really I checked my email at this point like once a week so and that's like it maybe I filled one of my gmail accounts
0: I know you did why didn't you empty it
1: I still have to empty it
0: (laughs) Uh, all right Delenn. Something I really
1: agree about Delenn's costuming uh-huh. is that it's not exploitative.
0: I mean, no, she not. gets
1: to, you know, retain her like herself and her modesty. Sure. In um, sci-fi, a lot of times they put us in the tightest outfit. Like, why? <laughs> you know?
0: Look, I'm not going to lie. I, I enjoy some TNA, right? I do. I'm not going to lie about that at all. But it has its place, and this series isn't it, right? Yeah. Like Delan, uh, Ivanova, um, either of the telepaths, none of them. Yeah. Are skimply dressed. Or
1: the dude. I mean, well, this is if you're going to say that we have to include um, all of the genders within the society. Like, sure. who else is, is exhibiting that sort of, like, physical exploitation? hmm There's not enough that happens. Um, like, there's... there's I, I think if it's gonna happen, it has to happen more uh, with more equity across the board. So we sure. see Bruce Fox Leitner, you know, we see all these other characters, you know, just really show themselves off, you know? Right. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. And I don't, I don't think that's this show. Um,
1: but this show is a strong story. It doesn't need to rely right, on things right, like that. Exactly. Yeah.
0: The original Star Trek, on the other hand, Ooh, we could talk about that. I mean,
1: but can you imagine a world where Babylon Five did, where like the characters had to rely on sex appeal to sell this brilliant story? I think we get in the way, honestly. And also, yeah. those things usually come with weird romantic relationships, so that they can show off people naked. And those really typically annoy me. If you have a great storyline, I don't wanna know about the drama that happens in, you know, a relationship.
0: Not trying to get ahead, but we do see that, right? Lando falls for a stripper. Right?
1: Yeah, that's a great episode. That's a but yeah, it's a terrific
0: episode. But she's not she's not done in a really creepy way it's not handled in a distasteful way you can see Londo leering at her on the stage but you know I mean it's, it's 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 not it's not like the Orion slave girl in Star Trek can't remember what the name of the race is or is it just Orion's Orion slave yeah. girl? <laughs>
1: yeah, the Orions were enslaved for a really long time on Star Trek, and then they come out in Discovery as pirates. They're brilliant.
0: Okay. Um,
1: yeah. I, yeah. No, I, I definitely hear you, that Londo's relationship, but he really fell in love. Yes. And I don't think there's anything wrong with um, attraction and desire. Right. Right. I don't think those things are vilified. As long as there's like a, you know, we, we keep down exploitation. Yeah. Or if we exploit, like it's all, Everybody. Everybody's out there in swimsuits, and it's a swimsuit. Which is fair. Yeah, spaceship, and that's fine.
0: Completely fair, you know. If yeah. you wanna, if you wanna give me, um, Scarlett Johansson's ass, then by all means, give me Chris Evans' ass as well. Right?
1: I would. Yeah. No, I hear you. I would. Uh... Yeah, I get it. Marvel. I, am I the only one who does not like her as Black Widow? Is it just me? I cannot get past a scene. Well, she's with not going to be Widow. Black Widow anymore. <laughs> I, I, actually, you know, I'll tell you what. I never finished Iron Man two because okay. um, there was a scene with her, and I was just like, it was every single time I just kept. You know, you find yourself busy with something else because you're not engaged in what's on the screen, <laughs> and I just I haven't gotten past. It's like probably in the first twenty minutes. Uh, because of her appearance in that movie i'm sorry Scarlett. i'm sure you're a great person i just can't i just can't
0: i think she has every right to sue disney um and i loved her in ghost world she's
1: brilliant. that's her, her last great film with thor birch is wonderful steve buscemi lovely yeah. But it's the last time I've really enjoyed her performance was
0: indeed Ghost World. I really like her in um, Under the Skin. I haven't so. seen that. Check it out. It's it's a little raw. It's a little disturbing, but uh, it's well done.
1: Well, and real quick, a note to Scarlet. We don't mean to objectify you. Um, we're just like we're talking about how beautiful you are and also that I don't like your movies. That's it. <laughs>
0: That's fair. Huh. We're back on the Prometheus. No, the Lexington. The Lexington.
1: And the great screens. You know, if you didn't know what was happening on one screen, just look to the one on the left. Uh, Because they're showing the exact same thing. Uh, It's basically a graphing calculator.
0: (laughs) I like the fact that there's stuff... They don't they don't have anti gravity on these ships. Right? Yeah.
1: They're not they're, uh, yeah. they're not ready for that.
0: They're strapped in that that console Sheridan is, is holding, that PDA, <laughs> that futuristic <laughs> I palm pilot um, think he had a is floating. Yeah.
1: I love their earpieces. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're ready to take your call. <laughs> I mean, this world was really well imagined. It's different. I know I'm kind of like pounding on it a little bit, but it's yeah. really well imagined.
0: I th- I think I this is the same sort of critique we could run TNG through, right?
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, so the Star Trek's I watch on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, Voyager does not hold up. Oh, Tom Paris, who wrote you? Who wrote you like that?
0: Oh, he was my least favorite character of my least favorite series.
1: Yeah, it was tough. There were some brilliant ideas, like the Liquid Universe. That was great, but sure. there were some realnesses.
0: Yeah. yeah, I, I, I like Janeway, but I think... I Janeway. I think the character, Janeway. and I think uh, uh, Mulgrew was wasted in that series so
1: he's brilliant there were a lot of really brilliant characters in that series And i think where it hurt like where i sort of lost um touch with it with it was around the Neelix storyline i think they could have done more with him um but they just made they the way they wrote him he was always reaching and i wanted to know more about his past he was a really interesting character
0: yes yeah. Well, here we come.
1: Yeah, another wormhole.
0: Big space battle.
1: Also, I have to do a serious shout out to Ichib on Voyager. He's oh. brilliant, and his um, episode in Picard was the first true horror I've ever seen in Star Trek, and it okay. was super lovely. I haven't watched Picard yet. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna. Okay, I'm just gonna drink. don't
0: spoil it. Don't spoil it. I'll watch it eventually. I love this. This effect of projecting the um screen. The screen and the snow on the faces is in, is intriguing. I think it really works.
1: Yeah, Babylon 5, they actually did a lot of interesting things with lighting and film. Mm-hmm. There's a Bruce Ball fight in our episode where it's a photograph. It's a series of photos of him in a fight, like a mm-hmm. bar fight. Something about it's so raw and brilliant. I'm excited for when we get to that episode. We're doing a horrible job, by the way, just talking about this episode. I think, <laughs> like, I think when we're talking about,
0: I mean, we're talking about something that is 23 years old. Yeah. It was not part of the master plan, but it's really setting up a few details and giving us a bit more to go off of into the opening of the series. Yeah,
1: this is the way it's seen.
0: It's contextual. I mean, this is contextual. And I don't I don't think we can escape talking about what came before and what came after, you know?
1: Yeah, that's right on. I feel better about this. We're doing a great job. I take back what I said.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I really find it interesting that after her anger her extreme anger at Ducat's death. Delan is like, this is too much. I feel like that turns too fast. Like we don't see enough of her letting that go and just I don't know understanding. If it's like, human
1: perspective. Hmm? like we're talking about how people deal with trauma as a sure. human. Sure. You know, like it's really possible that, like, she, it was only a bad hour for her. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying like, and, and that's, that's do, fair. Like, about aliens, like whenever we see them well, and, and written and to do something that's not reasonable to us, we get a chance to examine our own perspective and mm-hmm. why it's not reasonable to us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, agreed. Now, of course, this is. Presented to a human audience, not an alien audience. And it is maybe. reflexive maybe. of, maybe. maybe, it is reflexive <laughs> of human society at the time. So, yeah. I think I think we need to see just a beat between Delenn's saying, no mercy, slaughter them all, to... Uh, Okay, okay, maybe we're slaughtering them a bit too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, it's clear to me that she meditates, and I know I go from I've been in you know the the situation where someone cuts you off and you're like really mm-hmm. to that moment of like let that go. It's so it's sure. fine. right I've learned my yoga breathing. I know. Sure. I hear what you're saying. I think it's like a, a great point. But I, whenever I see an alien, I think of that. Like I don't know. Like what? That's a cool thing. Like, what else could it be? And also, to create those pathways in your mind of mm-hmm. what it could be is really sure. cool. Sure. Sure.
0: So I'm now we get to, to see why we call Sheridan Star Killer.
1: Now, I actually did not remember that we called Sheridan Star Killer. Yes. Uh, I have questions about why we call him that, Star, Star So I'm going to find out. Yes. Within the next five minutes, I bet. Uh, maybe even less. I think he's about to kill a star. No. Okay, well that was a, I didn't expect that.
0: No. Not a a little star. Not a little
1: Not like a celebrity?
0: Yeah, he's going after the Kardashians.
1: You know, when I heard the Kardashians was a show, I was so excited that they were going to do a Star Trek spinoff fake reality show. (laughs) And then I saw the first episode, and I was really upset. Uh, I, you know, I think the past three minutes, I was very upset.
0: Kardashians are different than yeah. Kardashians.
1: It should have made it a little clearer. A little clearer.
0: <laughs> All right. So they're being hunted.
1: I can we mention that the spacecrafts used in Babylon Five are not the common, like phallic spacecraft we see Agreed. everywhere.
0: Agreed. She's really, and interesting in these shapes. I do like the callback to Melissa Gilbert's character.
1: Can we just mention that he's holding an actual photograph? i where? Yes. You, when was the last time you touched a photograph? I, it's twenty two fifty two. Come on, man. Recently. Where'd you get that? Really? Yeah. Well, you you are from a different generation.
0: You and I are both Gen X.
1: Yeah, but I'm a really young Gen X, like really on the cusp. Like, look at look at the
0: skin. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, and so,
0: okay, so um, their ships are called Dark Stars, Black Stars, something like that. So that's uh, why he's yeah, the yeah. star killer.
1: Yeah, yeah, he has killed a bunch of Mumbari. Yeah. Everyone's celebrating it.
0: And of course that's a Star Wars reference. Starkiller. Oh. That was okay. supposed to be like that. that was supposed to be Luke's original last name. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Oh I did not know that.
0: Yeah. Anakin's Starkiller, Luke's Starkiller, um, and then Skywalker. eventually it became Skywalker because yeah. You didn't want your hero to be called hero. star killer. So. that's
1: something I challenge. I love the idea of the anti hero. And I hope it grows. So we see more heroes that have like faults. They don't have to get over, they can just be people who have sure. faults. And that's fair. A yeah. good
0: a good anti hero is is fun. Um I'm really looking forward to this Call of Cthulhu group that I'm getting going. Because in there, you can really play with an anti hero. You can have, you don't have to have somebody defending the princess against the dragon. You can have somebody who has ulterior motives but needs to fight the minions of Cthulhu, right? Yeah. So.
1: Would you call Londo an anti-hero? It's a, I think that we can... We, someone could debate that this is Londo's story. Like, not just from the beginning, but generally that in Babylon 5, he is the protagonist, despite all of his flaws. Yeah.
0: I think there's an argument for that. I mean, he's not the protagonist of every episode or of every storyline and with tales in the dark were past Londo's death I'm pretty sure
1: by the way if you're just if you're just tuning in and you've never seen Babylon 5 uh, <laughs> that, that was a spoiler <laughs> yeah
0: no, it's not because Lando explains early in the uh, in in the series that he and Jakar kill each other.
1: Oh yeah, we know that, but like we go on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he doesn't know when.
1: Yeah, but he knows but his death. That's true. It's he like a has cyclops.
0: a very vivid dream that shows. Him, with his hands wrapped around Jakar's throat,
1: oh, yes, and yeah.
0: Jakar's wrapped around his, and they are slowly killing each other,
1: strangling each other. And that's there's something there's a symbology there of oh, yeah.
0: slowly, you
1: know, strangling the life out of the other party in terms of the peoples themselves, right. and um, this struggle of oppression and uh, you know protest
0: and revolt. Right. Yeah. I love this part about the hard orders.
1: Oh, yes, here we are.
0: You think cleaning your room is hard. You think going to bed is a hard order. I have hard orders. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I wonder about how he came up with the um, names of these different peoples and communities like Narn, you know, like what, like where, yeah, source that idea.
0: There might be stuff. I don't have.
1: Oh, there should be in this 2021 world. I'll I'll do my best to look it up before we talk next time to see if I have any more answers. For the brilliant mind of JMS, JMS, we love you. Please respond to us when we send you messages. We love you.
0: He has responded to me on Twitter before.
1: That's so cool. That is so...
0: Uh, He's Ichib, very active.
1: The, the um, really awesome guy that, that plays Echip followed me on Twitter, and I am oh, so cool. honored. Hey. So honored. Oh, uh, Dr. Freeman's great.
0: Yeah. I love him.
1: Richard Biggs, right? That's his name? Mm-hmm. I, I he really has love passed
0: him. away, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've lost a lot of these greats. Oh, yeah. I love that the jackets are still, like, you can buy those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, some of the costuming here. And I kind of love the idea that um, he creates that things don't really change. You know, we if you look at back at, you know, if we look at back at, um, you know, so many years ago, this idea in sci-fi about what things would look like now, mm-hmm. we, you know, we're wrong. Not everyone's wearing silver dresses. We're not in flying cars and it's past 2020. Right. Um, so I, I kind of like, he actually kind of hits the nail on the head a little bit with that, like, it's true. Things don't change unless there's something really big that comes up that changes it.
0: I mean, Looking where, at that where are Outside of our casual wear, we are really wearing a lot of the same stuff that we were wearing a hundred years ago, 120 years ago. Getting further past that, okay, that might might cloud it, but... One hundred. Yeah.
1: I think you're right on. I hope that Clothes of the Future do something about climate control for your body, so we have <laughs> less dependence on AC.
0: I can see that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And...
1: Love- oh, nice fire effect. Yeah. Right. Love those pyrotechnics. That's spectacle right there. Mm-hmm. And look at that I- cross-shaped tip. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's like an octagon or something. I love it.
0: I I really like that they tried to do practical effects when it was practical. Right? Love it. The space scenes you can't from a budget perspective do that easily. They didn't have right. the budget of Star Trek or Star Wars. I get it. You have
1: Paramount and yeah, we know why. Right. I wonder if Paramount re- what, regrets it. Like if there's some email or memo where they're like, "Oh, that was a bad move.
0: I don't know. I think they and, would have tried it, to... Sh- I think they would have tried to shoehorn this into Star Trek.
1: Oh, oh, oh. So with this... Hold on, my, my camera keeps going off because I don't have a strong connection. Hey, so um, they were offered this script they were offered I know. babylon 5 right I know. and yeah. i wonder if they regret turning it down because they they didn't get the ending
0: well right but thankfully they didn't because again i think they would have found a way to shove it into star trek right oh, again yeah. don't get me wrong ds9 picks up on some of those themes
1: cuz they stole it JMS offered them Babylon Five as DS Nine, like to be the next Star Trek, and they stole the idea, kicked him out, and didn't do it right. I love DS Nine. Andrew Brooks, if you're listening, thank you. I I appreciate you. Also, Alexander Siddig, Nana Siddig, like everybody is brilliant in that in in that show. But they didn't have the ending, and the Jim Hadar thing sort of like flailed. You know, it wasn't what it could have been.
0: I did not like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did not didn't. like the ending to DS Nine at all.
1: Nobody did, yeah. and it was a it was a failing to those to that brilliant talent ensemble. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. set, costume, you name it. Yes, it was a failure to them that they did not capture the ending because they turned down JMS. Right.
0: So here, Sheridan knows what's in Ducat's favorite, uh, sacred place. Dukat's sacred place.
1: Yeah sacred place. Lovely pronunciation of... I don't remember what that is yet.
0: She explains. Or... Jakar explains.
1: Thank you, Jakar. Who is Jakar's right-hand lady? What was her name? Oh, I know.
0: We'll see her soon. But, um... Yes. Yeah. The very earnest one. Yes. Ambassador was, Jakar. Like, so I am here. Yes.
1: Yeah. I admire her. It's she like shows up soon. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's got a little champagne flute.
0: Oh, he's, he's downing it. He's oh, going yeah. through like an entire bottle.
1: You know, but if you've seen what he's seen, like the true nightmares, the darkness and shadows, All right. uh, you'd also be wasted right now. I, yeah. I'm i working on it.
0: <laughs> he... I, I need to chew on this idea of him being an anti-hero. You know? But my question,
1: I guess... I mean, so... I just know because of my theater background, and for those who don't know, I had a theater background, um, that the, the protagonist, you can speak of them in the through line, you can only really speak of them in the through line, as someone who experiences a change after engaging with the antagonist. Right. Um, and that's really how you can see who the protagonist really is. Londo experiences a great change, um, but the question would be then, who is his antagonist? Because I don't think you can just clearly say the shadows yeah uh, Yeah, because I mean yeah I had four wives like but you also can't say himself because that sort of like you know abstract thinking doesn't really work in a through line if you're building a story no. so who So who would it be Jakar and I hate to call Jakar a villain because like uh, uh, Jakar uh, set up oh as goodness.
0: the villain in the, first, in the first half Hark. of the first season Jakar is set up as the villain.
1: And I I think watching
0: this means Jakar is less the villain than he is set up to be in those first few episodes. Do you remember the click-click?
1: Click-click? No, I don't.
0: Remember when Sinclair says, that drink you just had, I uh, put a bomb in there. So if you cross the line again, I have a remote and you're going to go.
1: You know what's great about not seeing Babylon 5 in a long time? Hmm. I get to rediscover it. And it's such a great story. It's a
0: gift. Oh, I agree. I do like the fighter design yeah. on the part of the humans, He's, and I, I, I cool. like the big the big warships for the for the Mimari as well. But you're right; it's not phallic, right? And we see so much of that in sci-fi. I don't know why. I
1: love. I think Battlestar Galactica has some, Galactica has some really strong like design for spaceships as well. Yes.
0: Are we talking the reboot or the original? Reboot. Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: The original has one of the scariest episodes I've ever seen, and part of it's because I was a child. Oh, I think I know what it is. is. Go on. It's a glass coffin. A person is buried in a glass coffin, sent down to space, oh. and as they reach the upper atmosphere, they wake up, and they're just <sighs> banging on the coffin. Yeah. Uh, that they can't get out of and they will die in the dark recesses of you know the stars
0: yeah
1: yeah well oh, i was before that episode i was a member of the astronauts club
0: uh-huh and, and, then and you i weren't.
1: quit yeah yeah i, I talked to him about the episode i said you know what does one do if you become free floating in space and i learned about the arsenic pill uh-huh. Um, or maybe it's cyanide, I don't remember, but it's a it's a poison pill that you can just snap to die if you get, you know, untethered. Um, right. You don't wanna like vibe the atmosphere. Like I quit that day. And I <sighs> love this. I love it.
0: So this is supposed to be the Earth Alliance president's big monologue.
1: Yeah, and it's a plea for mercy. Uh you know, I have modern day commentary on that that I will withhold because I recognize the time.
0: Oh well, no, I think I think it should have the Mondery. Mon- this is it.
1: The, the only time, like you know, we see Delin as an you know someone in power, which right. is awesome, and I love that. However, when we go back and we see the first human woman who has any power, she mm-hmm. is off up plea for mercy she is offering like surrender basically right. and yeah we, you know stronger choices in the future that's that's my hope Oh, well,
0: i think that's very fair
1: look at that amazing jawline oh
0: Beautiful. yeah
1: that extra i don't know where you are but wherever you are compliments <laughs>
0: Now, here's my issue. You know the Mimbari are coming. Yeah. But why have you waited this long to evacuate the planet?
1: I mean, there's a tear coming. Is this Jessica Walters from Arrested Development? Is that who that is?
0: I don't think it is. Okay, well. I agree it looks a little like her, but I don't think it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now this
0: scene with all the ships mm-hmm. looks very uh, Rise of Skywalker ish. Yeah, yeah. I it don't does. know if Abrams purposely lifted that or not.
1: No, I of course it. he didn't. Abrams is not really a sci-fi fan. No. That's what kind of made him an interesting choice for the Star Trek reboot because he doesn't really care about
0: canon for the Star Wars reboot. I'm sorry. He- Start I mean, track also. Yeah, I, both. J.K. April. both, both. I, I, I yeah. I yeah. have I have major issues with Rise of Skywalker, and we can talk about that another time.
1: You know, can we? Because I haven't seen it.
0: Oh, you should. If this is my problem. Just start. to cry,
1: and that's my problem. You know, Star Wars has made me cry more than once. I am excited about their new directions in terms of inclusivity and representation. I'm about it, about it. But, like, watching Star Wars these days for me is like watching an episode of Game of Thrones in, like, the fourth season when I had never watched it before. It's just a lot of, like, eh. You know, like, watching Infinity War without watching a bunch of Marvel movies is makes Infinity War boring.
0: Rise of Skywalker is the only Star Wars movie I have never watched more than once.
1: That's, I mean, that's, why do I want to take that pain? Why do I want to Because take
0: that? You, you need to see it. You need to see it. You need to understand it.
1: So I can bitch about it properly? This is it. Yes. I saw The Walking Dead so I could complain every week. Oh. You no! Know, like, there was even an episode with no zombies. They had to bust them in. Like,
0: mm, mm, like Trump supporters. No, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk. It. We're not. We are. We're not. Hey,
0: every. Hey, listeners. <laughs> we're not
1: going to be
0: political.
1: We're just gonna talk we about going to We are going to be political.
0: We are going are we? to get into a Trump-like president very soon in this series. Well,
1: And Babylon Five. That's completely true. That's completely true. Yeah. yeah. So, but hopefully, not in our dimension anymore.
0: Right.
1: Something I love doing uh, is turning on the captions and mm-hmm. reading as the actor performs it, sure. just so I can see what it looks like on a page, kind of. You know, yeah, is brilliant. She yeah. really, she just has, she captures the character so well, and has such great focus. I, I love Delenn Oh, yeah. The Bournons. Again, great costume.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah.
1: This year for Halloween, do you know what you're going (laughs) to
0: be? I've got four classes this fall. And I'm working supposedly full time. So so you're
1: not making your costume.
0: I'm not doing anything for Halloween this year. Oh. I'm, I'm. Going to be hoping to get through my four classes.
1: I got ya. That makes sense. Last year I was Gadget from Rescue Rangers, and this <laughs> year I'm Arinthia Blue from Lovecraft Country. Cool.
0: Yeah. Um, I'd love to see the gadget costume. Send that. Oh, I, I will send it
1: to you. Yeah, it was so much fun.
0: Yeah. All right. So we're going to see Sinclair I soon.
1: A, I have a question about the Vorlons. Yeah. So, and this is this is a spoiler to anyone who doesn't know, but we know what they look like outside of their suits and why mm-hmm. they wear those suits and why it's so important. Mm-hmm. But the shape of the suit itself, uh, to me, speaks of their actual body that we can't see, like but. how it feels and what it looks like. So I wonder what a Vorlon looks like without the perspective of anyone. Hmm, right? Like, what is that? What's that about?
0: I don't know. We might. I wonder if
1: JMS can answer.
0: He would. I I don't know if he would answer, but he would be able to. Yeah. All right. Sinclair. Hey,
1: Sinclair. Yeah. Sinclair is great. He had a wonderful first season.
0: He did. And it, it's too bad that O'Hare was, was dealing with his illness.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I wish there was more, um, spotlight on that just because it helps mm-hmm. remove the stigma and also just, you know, his work there. It was yeah. important. He, he made the very smart decision to take time for himself. Yes. And his own health. We see that right now with like Simone Biles, right. and some other really popular athletes and people in the mainstream. Yeah. I think it's important to normalize right. taking time for your own health and your own mental health. Right.
0: I, it's an interesting parallel. We've been watching um, Robotech, which I don't know if you have ever watched it. Have you ever watched yeah. Macross? which is one of the, one of the anime that is, that makes up road attack. Um, One of the, one of the big parts, not the, not the ultimate climax, but sort of the penultimate climax, the alien race um, barrages the planet, just, Destroys humanity, except for pockets and the people who are actually in the ships defending the planet. Um, and this reminds me of that, that fight. It would be interesting to see the Mimbari actually bombarding the planet, making it clear that they could have destroyed the entire planet if they wanted to.
1: They could have. I'll be right back. I'm listening. Okay.
0: So now she's going to pick Sheridan out of the blue. And... There we go. Into the ship. End up with the hole in his mind. I can't hear you, Mona. But...
1: Yeah, well, I know I'm drinking.
0: Okay. I mean, this this is where we get some of the spoilery parts for Sheridan's story. But we can't... We can't escape that. I think we have to see it.
1: That sounds deep.
0: Well, for this this sort of storyline, I think we have to see it. You have your videos frozen again.
1: You know, pause
0: it. Let me check and see if maybe maybe I'm causing part of the issue here. Uh, I'll just...
1: Tiny ears.
0: Send...
1: Such tiny ears on the Mimbari.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's always struck me, too. There, I'm just sending standard resolution to you now. Okay, so cool. Hopefully that'll not suck up as much of your bandwidth. You're still Sweet. frozen. <laughs> You're still <laughs> frozen. Nice. So the triluminary. The human yeah. bari soul. Yep. Now I think that is massively <laughs> huge to say, oh yeah, this is Valen's soul. I mean, this is... I would I would think that she and the Grey Council would want to talk with the humans and engage with them even more at this point. As opposed to saying, well, we'll just be hands off and let... Let Valen reemerge as he does. But I don't know. It works. Mm. And then the Bari... Stop.
1: Has Membari do not kill Minbari. And if right. you have one human who has Minbari's soul, how many of them could?
0: Right. Now, if the Vorlons knew this, why did the Vorlons let 60,000 humans get killed during that war?
1: I mean, it's the same reason that um, most of the Vulcans were wiped out, right? Like, it's senseless. Sure. Um, you know, we can say that it moves the storyline... Somewhat, but really, that much death is always senseless.
0: Right. No, I agree. But what if the Vorlons are like, oh yeah, you need the humans, mm-hmm. pull them in, get them.
1: But, but like, they, yes, they, those
0: sixty thousand, who cares?
1: We're the we're, un, we're not the ones who're gonna move the needle. Yeah. Right. That's what we're, that's what they're saying. Also, the Vorlons do a lot of playing god.
0: Yes, very much so. Alright, so now we get Earth President again. last best there we go the station yes and then not the station
1: boom bang boom beam great great explosion michael bay could not have done better Tuh. No longer the Emperor Child.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Now back to Londo. Yep.
0: Yeah. And he has dug his own grave. Yeah. And clearly he is somehow involved with her she's not just the children's caretaker
1: well i think in this society um, women are generally disenfranchised from any sort of like power yes or authority yes i find that like you know he's one of those oppressor dudes who doesn't recognize personal boundaries or respect others agreed
0: Will you remember me? Will you? I mean, is a, a tragic figure.
1: He is. And you wonder, because of all of his ambitions, really, they're honored, right? So, right. But in the end, he's so unsatisfied. And the question he just asked that child, um, was that what he really wanted? Right. You know, he saw all this power, but does he really just want to be remembered? And remembered well. Right. Right. I don't think he will be. But the child says yes forever. But I don't think that Londo will be remembered, not for who he is, just for sort of like the, the broad stroke legend. Yeah. No, they did not. They did not live happily ever after. And I love stories where they're honest about consequences and they don't live happily ever after. They just no. live. Now is this one where he has a shadow on his back? I forgot.
0: No, that's. I mean, it might be there. I can't remember in terms of the chronolo- of the chronology, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah. No, I don't. They don't show it in this. Okay. Yeah. Let's bring up the TV.
1: Hey.
0: <laughs> so don't know if they're going to live happily and ever after because I have them trapped in the basement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot they had a son. Yes remember that now and that could be
0: that could be where this goes in the future right if there's another story at some point maybe maybe oh yeah that's a good one
1: do the Harry Potter thing go with the children see a new story so there we go credits in the beginning that story never ends yeah yeah Special turns for my full cool hair. I love it. Yep, this is such a great show. You know, I'll, I'll be honest though. Some of the movies are not as strong as this one. No, I try agree. to get into like, sort of karate ship weaponry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, speaker,
0: I just can't Babylonian
1: Productions. I cannot imagine, like, the future of space weaponry being dependent on, like, American cardio.
0: <laughs> There's probably a discussion to be had about American science fiction and um, this show and, you know, just where American science fiction fits into the world as a whole because Japanese science fiction and European science fiction are different beasts so African science fiction you know when we get when we get into just the idea of Afrofuturism you know that that's a completely different realm than a lot of American science fiction So,
1: American science fiction is well, like well black Afrofuturism is American sure. science fiction um, and yes, it absolutely is, yeah
0: yeah. Um, but what I'm getting, okay, so white male American science fiction. how's that? Okay, All right. and there's a, there's, okay. a, there's a there's a tradition that a lot of people try to uphold from those white male science fiction writers. I love Cameron Hurley. And she loves her, you know, balls-to-the-wall, adrenaline-pumping action science fiction stories. And she writes these really empowered, butch women in those sorts of situations. And it works, but it is still a clear lineage from... Terminator and Predator things like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there, there's a discussion to be had there. And I, I think, I think JMS begins to discuss it. But his, his restraints were, were apparent. So. So in the end, in the beginning, in the end, in the, in the <laughs> end of the, in At the end the, beginning. Of the beginning. Right. Yeah. Uh, what do we think of this episode?
1: I mean, brilliant. As yeah. as far as the movies go, this is probably one of the better ones. Um, and it really informs the audience and prepares them for what's to come. Sure. Yeah, I think should... I think that what I lost here, without seeing the buildup of... Um, you know, the Dylan relationship mm-hmm. and you know, the child forthcoming, you lose a little bit of like what that was for them. Like, you know, yeah. the high stakes and that impact and what it really means for both societies. Sure. Um, and also you can't tell about that Sinclair story about where that's going. And that's probably a treat. Um, yeah. But I think it's the, the one, the better of the movies. What about you?
0: Uh, I like it. Um, I don't think it's a necessity um, but I like it. In terms of the movies, I like a standalone story that, that um, merits a two-hour, you know, with commercials, runtime. Um, third Space, I enjoy. You know, granted, it's Cthulhu in space, basically. But it, it's yeah. a self-contained story. It, you know, adds a different dimension. No pun intended. Um, and and it, it 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 doesn't have to be viewed. But I think it's a fun side story. This I think does add a lot. With Lano's admissions about what he did during the the Earthmanbari Earthmanbari War, so
1: yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So next week, the Gathering.
1: Next week, the Gathering. Oh yeah, the first yes. actual
0: uh, TV series. The original <laughs> pilot.
1: The first one.
0: Yes with various folks who won't be seen again but we'll be we'll talk about that when we get there so awesome we need a title we don't have a title
1: uh za doom 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 um Mm -hmm. babylon squared and after watching in the beginning uh what could we else could we say here
0: Mm. Babylon Squared, Babylon Squared, Zocolo. We skip Python's importance. Oh um, yes, that's
1: right, Importance
0: Right. I mean clearly if you're listening to this, we settled on a title. So you already exactly. know what the but title what is. Title
1: was it? I wish well, you we could ask you know all to vote. But we can't upload this without a title. We, yeah, we need a
0: title. Ask
1: Duel to help me vote, or JMS, if he wrote in with a title, I'd take it immediately. Even if he was like Tigers, I'd be like, "Great, that's brilliant, Tigers." I see it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Bizarre.
0: Well, I think. Um, I don't know. I kind of. I. I I'm kind of leaning to Babylon squared or B5 squared or something like that, since it is just the two sure. of us talking.
1: I agree. And I, I like the squared thing. So let's do Babylon squared. Okay. And stay Maybe we'll do this. So at the end of our first season, we'll ask yeah. our audience for ideas. And then we'll take the top, like, three that we like and have them vote on it. Okay. That was we'll
0: really easy. Cool. It. Or we'll just leave it. Alright, so yeah. that was the first episode of the I... Babylon Fe- Babylon Squared podcast.
1: Babylon Squared. Alright. All How do we get
0: cool music on Babylon? I, I there's there's music on anchor that I can use royalty free. Sweet. Yeah. So I'll 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 poke at it later tonight. Alright. So next week. The Gathering. The Gathering. Ga- the Gathering. That's hard. So, all right. Talk to you, you all Jeffrey. later. on five rewatch podcasts. Your hosts are Mona Lucius and me, Joffrey Spurl. If you're already a subscriber, we're thrilled to have you. Please tell your B5 and science fiction living friends about us. If you aren't yet a subscriber, what are you waiting for? This podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 international license. Thanks again. We really do appreciate your support. Make sure to tip your waiters.